0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Leadership Locker. My name is Rich Cardona. And on this podcast, we dig through the lessons of today's most exceptional leaders to help you break through your barriers. If you're trying to progress your career, if you are trying to accelerate your entrepreneurial journey, which I know you all are, if you're looking to have a smoother transition out of the military because it is incredibly difficult, then you're in the right place. My guests and I are going to give you the tools and the resources to accelerate your curve, help you surge and just crush it. So here we go. I've broken the cardinal sin of podcasting. I have not uploaded an episode in one or two weeks. Uh, But I've had some life events moving down here to North Carolina. My wife and I are expecting our second child here in the next couple weeks, and things have just been crazy. So hopefully I can get back on pace here with this ridiculous, ridiculously great interview with Gary Vaynerchuk, the Pied Piper of New York himself, the entrepreneur's entrepreneur, the man with the plan. I mean, whatever it is you want to call him, he is completely and utterly responsible for helping me be inspired and giving me the motivation and the courage to walk away from a situation that I knew was going nowhere. He is responsible for my entrepreneurial journey and for leading me from a distance and virtually to where I needed to be and having what I consider a successful business. So one, I go to New York, got the meeting set up, and I thank him, and then I get into a subject that is near and dear to all our hearts as veterans and as entrepreneurs, and that is judgment. I have no shame in going to try and address this because I want to be better. I want improvement in my life. and he was able to bring it in about 12 minutes. He also made this into uh, a podcast episode on the Gary Vee audio experience. So if you miss it here, you could check it out there, but please enjoy it. Feedback. Welcome. and hopefully we're back on pace with the podcast. Uh,
1: you're on LinkedIn live right now. That's I love it. everyone's platform. So we, good to see you. see you. Thank
0: you for taking the time again. Of course. Uh, you're probably hungry, man, so I brought you some crickets. Uh, I appreciate it. I can eat crickets. crickets. Uh, that's from a military spouse in Montana. She and her husband formed some crickets, uh, or yes. wrote some crickets, and that's what they do. Man. But they're good. I, I guarantee Jordan approves. So. Yeah, it. and then I'll give you that Yeah, but end. Uh, thank you. Before we even say anything. Like, period. I think the last time it went the same exact way. You're like, what can I do for you? I'm like, thank you. Um since the last time I saw you things have just gone through the fucking roof. Um and I've consumed less of your content in the last year. I finally got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. consume less and just go fucking yep. do it. Mm-hmm. I went to a bunch of conferences, I'm like, this is was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not executing if I'm at that conference. That's right. And I'm gonna get sold. Yep. So uh scaled to business. I think we're on schedule for maybe two hundred fifty K next year after eight months. And I thought, do you know what we do? Nope. I'm going to tell you right now. I was doing content with Claude. Yes, sir. Okay, so we, we made content about a year ago, and I was just asking her CHO questions, like normal corny yeah. questions. Yes. Yeah. And then she goes, you know, how was it called you? We're like in a taxi. And I am just like, what? And I started, I just like unflinchingly just went all in, and I was like, I trust her, right? So I'm like, I just went all in, and she starts telling me personal stuff, and we get out right here at Vayner, and she goes... Why weren't you recording that? And I was like, that's it. Everyone wants to see behind the curtain of these executives out there, and that's what I do. I do branding for executive, C-suite executives who are maybe an act two of their life. Like, I'm done with corporate, I'm doing my own thing. They want speaking engagements, keynotes, whatever. Kind of like a off but not not really. I
1: know it, I understand it. You know,
0: four hours a month, you have a month worth of content. I
1: get it.
0: But that, that's all because of this whole thing right here.
1: That makes me happy.
0: Yeah, I'm really happy. That guy that you were just talking to, the, him and I, what we're going to have in common is we're going to make millions doing what we love, oh, for sure. So I love that. But yeah, I just wanted to say thank you, first and foremost. Happy.
1: So. Nothing is more rewarding to me than watching someone execute on what I know to be true.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one piece to the puzzle, Then You gave me a lot of advice in the last five minutes that I saw you. And that five minutes seemed like five hours when I look back at it. And you go, I really think this one's going to sink in. And you're like you're judging people, you're like, when you stop doing that, everything's gonna change. I have not mastered that.
1: It's okay, it's super hard. You know, mastering the ability to not judge or to have expectations is awfully tough.
0: Yeah.
1: It's also incredibly right.
0: Yes. You always say that's true. But the
1: fact that you even think about it already has you working on it. You know that, right? This is what people don't understand. The fact that you would deliver that sentence actually means you're working on it. It's when people look the other way or can't diagnose that they're still doing it that they're in trouble. The fact that you bring, the, I, I'm, you can't imagine how I feel right now. I'm so pumped for you. You know it, which actually means you're working on it. You know it's practice, right? It's like anything else. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know how you always say you could be the tallest building, yes. or, you know, there's one or yeah. two ways. I have this thing where I almost feel like vindictive. Like you say, in that one, you always say I was plotting yes. against all these people. yes. There's no one for me to plot against. I don't feel like the world's against me or anything like that. But I do feel like when I see other businesses similar to mine or people who don't take me on, I'm like, I'm going to fucking crush your shit.
1: I just told that kid if he doesn't sign with Vayner Sports, that I can't wait to see him on the sidelines, look him dead in the face and say, I fucking told you you fucked up. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being competitive on the field. I
0: am super competitive. That's Me a-
1: too. I cried until I was 16 if I lost in anything. Fucking Connect Four, basketball, a race. Don't judge yourself for being competitive.
0: Hmm. I, I have trouble distinguishing that and judging.
1: Well, you know, all, maybe here's where the distinction is. I am competitive when I put my jersey on, but when the score's, the the clock's at triple zero, we take our jerseys off and then we're human beings. You might be blending the human and the person that's in a business jersey. So you might not hire, that kid might not hire, might not sign with Boehner Sports, and I would judge him for being stupid, for not seeing that we're the best firm by a thousand, but I wouldn't hate him as a human I would just be empathetic that he didn't see it as a professional.
0: That I get. That that's good news <laughs> because these people fundamentally, I'm not like. I hope they get in a wreck tonight. <laughs> it's not like that. It's just like your business could use me. Sucks for you.
1: Yeah, but that's where you're getting selfish. Okay. I'm also not selfish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're not thirsty, like I, I even when I needed business, I didn't have that thirsty gene of like knowing. It. Even in the way you delivered that, Mm -hmm. that's out of you needing it. Mm. You You see where I'm going? I do. Take away that piece and saying, okay, this is a game of just asking more people. Every second I spend mentally, even thinking about why Karen's an idiot for not going with me, is a second I take away from pitching Rick to go with me.
0: You know why I'm that way? Because you said, It was like the Nobel Peace Prize when you held the door open for someone. Yes. I did not have that. I understand. It was very different and a lot of absenteeism and just whatever. So I feel like that's the uphill battle. I actually feel like I'm trying to outperform my parents in such a way that I'm like, look. Of course. (laughs) It's crazy. And I feel terrible about that.
1: Look, I, everybody has resentment. I was fucking in child labor since I was 14. I would have liked to be a normal kid. Like I can sit here, and, uh, as you know, I co-sign my parents all the time. I'm a normal human being, my parents are not perfect. I just don't know how to spend time thinking about it. That's been practice. You know, every second you spend on what your parents did to create this vulnerability is a second that you're not spending on what they did do well or that adversity actually gave you the drive. to. Bro, do you know how many people ever build a business that want to? that does 250000 in revenue, let me save you time. Way less than you can imagine. Bro, this is half class full, half class empty. Mm-hmm. One simple game of that. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, the last thing I want to talk about was, you know, I was in the Marine Corps and transitioning is really difficult. Yeah. I thought I could do corporate. Uh, I, I, I met you two years, I purposely, this is for everyone out there, by the way, I purposely position myself to make sure I somehow see you one way or another, like every eight to 12 months. And that is the reason I'm here to make sure I could always say thank you and be like, look, like that Austin thing that you did, I tell you this every time, but like you were like speaking to me as I was on the way to work, just like white knuckling the fucking steering wheel. Like this sucks. (laughs) And then I got out of it. But um, what I wanted to say was, you know, the transition is difficult, but uh, leadership in entrepreneurship is a whole different ball game than when I succeeded as a manager or in the Marine Corps. Of
1: course cuz that's a structured
0: box. Exactly. This is this is like brutal.
1: If you were a Marine <laughs> in actual war, that would be entrepreneurship. Yeah. But in the way in peacetime, it's a structured box. This is a fucking war out here. Entrepreneurship is merit. Yeah. Not checking boxes.
0: So like Audrey, Jason and yeah. like Growing young talent my yes. wife and I talk about this all the time. This is like a
1: significant challenge for me where I thought you have Expectations. That was my shit. I was like I could you had too much leverage. They had no options You sign up for the Marine Corps and they have to report to you in no options Audrey can fucking go to a TikToker tomorrow. Yep, she might and so <laughs> and so what you need to do is realize Why I'm such a good leader. I work for Jason. Yeah That's a real big fucking difference.
0: There's a line, and this is, this is I think, what I am me, Let me
1: explain where the line starts and stops. Yeah, please. You can fire Jason. <laughs> of course there's a line.
0: Yeah.
1: But that's, there's a line where you make the decision not dwelling on expectations that might not even be things that they're capable of. Mm. Especially with creatives. It's, Bro, creatives are creative. I would never have Jason do anything like ta- like like. I'd be scared shitless. To have Jason like, bring my keys downstairs.
0: <laughs> That's the thing. No shit, it's the like, thing. That's why. I made- how, how do you become the creative whisperer? Like you know, very, it's
1: very simple. <laughs> I have no expectations of them, and I have only expectations of myself to bring them value. And if they don't see it, and they leave. They will see it eventually because I fully had no expectations of them, and I did everything I could for them. Whether now it's easy because now they have the co-sign of Jason saying that he filmed me for two years already, or eighteen months already has changed the course of his creative career. Yeah. So I'm in a real nice spot because I built so much brand that, I, you know. But then me being nice, but then me like talking at times about his mom, his sister, but then him learning something from me, but then him watching me do something like value.
0: Yeah, that's didn't feel
1: comfortable to be able to talk to me if it was shitty you know that's all the and that one's always hard because i never think i ever get anybody 100 there for that Mm -hmm. because that's always a little scary um those things
0: okay and then the very last thing uh thank you so much for your time uh when it comes to the clientele i want or i'm looking for i have a challenge where i document especially on linkedin where i document like the journey a lot and i love to document the journey but at the same time, I'm not overtly just being like, hey, here's what I do, here's what I do. Like, I'm here for you.
1: Jab to jab, right hook. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the least successful videos on YouTube for me in the last four months was the one that was like, completely dedicated to this is Vader Sports, but it didn't matter. Yeah. I need to throw the right hook. Got it?
0: Yep. Awesome. Got it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the easy one. Isn't it? Thank Great you so much. You.
0: Thank you for listening to The Leadership Locker. For more about us, how we can serve you, and for other episodes, please visit richcardonamedia.com backslash podcast. If you liked this episode a lot or little, please don't forget to subscribe so that way my guests and I can continue to deliver some heat and get you the knowledge that you want. Don't miss an episode. Please join our Facebook group so you get much more exclusive content. Take care.